0: Welcome
1: to another edition of Practical Reliability Insights on the Practical Implementation of Holistic Reliability, brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of Success.
2: All right, Joe. So I'm really excited about today's, today's podcast. We've got uh, Calvin Williams from Improver on the line. Calvin, welcome. Welcome, hey. Kevin. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be with you today. Awesome. So, so you're an Atlanta guy, huh? So you're a sports fan down there? Yeah, I would say maybe a moonlighting
0: sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> the way I look at it is I, I grew up in Chicago, so you know I root for Chicago teams, but I live in Atlanta, so I sort of root for Atlanta teams too. Uh, fortunately, I haven't been uh, in a situation where I had to choose one or the other. Neither they, they, uh, of them have been uh, going as far as I'd like to see them
2: go. So. Right, yeah, right, until they right.
1: got stomped by the Patriots the Oof. super bowl and i almost broke my tv
2: that's not but, good uh, i'm a falcons
1: <laughs> fan just so you know so
2: i had to. Yeah,
0: that, that was painful to watch yeah i had yeah. to live through that <laughs> right nah, that's, uh, that was awful. i'm with you i'm with you on that <laughs> so so
2: calvin can you kind of give us an introduction of yourself uh you know a little bit about your background and and what you do yeah absolutely so uh i'm a. Uh,
0: I guess you can, you can say I'm a sort of an entrepreneur, but also a operations manufacturing operations leader. I've got uh, approaching 20 years experience, either as uh, starting out as an industrial engineer in CPG, most of my experience in CPG. Also worked as a uh, continuous improvement leader, uh, production manager, operations manager, most recently with uh, Clorox as their senior manager of global continuous improvement, leading a TPM implementation across 35 sites around the world. So, uh, incredible experience. And uh, as if that was not enough, uh, we, we managed to weave in some change management and some strategy deployment as well. So, <laughs> which, uh, which you know, all all that stuff sort of. Ties together and helps you see the bigger business picture when it comes to where CI plays and helping companies really be successful.
2: And and now you're and now you've ventured out on your own. And and can you kind of talk to yeah. us about that and what what Improvers all about. Absolutely. So, yeah, in, in that experience, um, working,
0: you know, in factories, big and small, as a, you know, engineer, operations leader, as a management consultant for a few years in there, you know, you start to see some commonalities in the challenges that these companies face, right? No matter how who you are, how big or small you are, you start to see some commonalities. And some of those commonalities are around, you know, quickly generating the skill, to, you know, learn a job, you know, there's a major skills gap that we're approaching as a, as a country. And even, yep. I think it's more of a global problem even, uh, and, and, and to a large extent, um, uh, the motivation gap that's there, you know, we tend to try to push all of our kids to go to college, on that college track. And, uh, the problem is that not every kid's really cut out for college, right? A lot of them should be going into those high skill, um, manufacturing jobs and we just don't really have good tracks to push them there there's apprenticeship programs popping up but there's still a lot of opportunity Um, and so seeing those seeing that you know seeing those common threads uh, I decided to start a company a technology company to try to close some of those gaps called improver technologies Um, it's a Um, In a nutshell, it's a PDCA software, Plan, Do, Check, Act. And uh, I look at PDCA as uh, synonymous with the scientific method. So, really bringing the science back to the way you do business. And, uh, you know, PDCA is, if you go back to the days of dimming, is sort of the mother of all continuous improvement, lean manufacturing, TPM, and all of those. Um, So, yeah, Improvers is is sort of bringing it back to the basics of, you know, plan your work, do it check to make sure that it's, you know, effective in producing the result you're looking for from a business standpoint, and then taking action to either, you know, corrective action or you know, share the new learnings broadly across the organization to, to increase capability uh, for everyone else. So.
2: Nice. and I think it's, it, you know, it's really interesting to me. You, 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 at Clorox, you know, you, you, whatever success you were seeing at Clorox, at such a broad scale when you now start improver and you're going into facilities and you're trying to trying to not only help them improve. So first they had to pick up the phone or send you an email. So there's some desire, which is a good thing. Um, but then you're going in there and you're, you you know, your first glance is you're kind of comparing that to your history was, what was the transition like for you? And were those things a big shock?
0: Yeah. So the Corox has an interesting story with their journey with TPM also. So they, they started out and that's, that's another part of the story is kind of where the company is in their journey, right? They started out with very much a push TPM type of model. Everybody needs to be doing TPM. Everybody needs to get to phase two. Everybody needs to get to AM step four immediately, you know, and you know, the other pillars as well. Um, And that created a lot of resistance. Let's just call it that. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and let's go further. That created a lot of bad <clears throat> blood between the continuous improvement organization and the rest of the company. Um, so over the last couple of years, and, and this is part part of what I came in to help lead and help facilitate is, they went from a push organization to more of a pull organization, yep. where um, instead of saying, "Hey, everybody needs to be doing TPM immediately," uh, they called it WCO world class organization. Uh, It went to more of a a, a submit a work request and somebody from our team will reach out to you, you know, creating that pull dynamic. And then we come in and provide a more sort of uh, uh, um, precise or specific set of tools or processes or solutions as opposed to coming in and saying you need to go from step one to step two to step three and prescribe uh, progression.
2: Yeah, it never works when you go crap in somebody's lawn, does it? You, 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 there's yeah. gotta be a relationship, you've gotta have face to face and shake people's hands and get to know who they who they are as a person. You exactly. know, and, and it's gotta become more organic. And I think I, I think that's you know, lends its hand to exactly why you've seen the success that you've seen is 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 recognizing that, you know, crapping in the lawn doesn't doesn't usually work. And
1: another yeah. piece another piece of that is you can't just command and have them do it's there's training there's awareness there's an understanding that has to be brought to the table where people have to understand why it is the need for change and i think we fell on that a lot of times and we just say go do why aren't you doing this and why you know and anybody that i know anywhere ever is going to resist If I just sit there and tell you this is what you should be doing, why aren't you doing it without any understanding
2: as to why it is that we need to do what we do. And I think that's that's probably where massive amounts of failure occur, right? There's a lot of good intention. There's a lot of desire. But when you don't connect the dots for people, when an individual doesn't connect the dots to the purpose, then they're disengaged, right? They just...
0: And the big, even big, you know, a big piece of that is the person doing the work, right? So it's one thing for a leader to have clear in their mind what it is that they're trying to accomplish and why it's so important to do these things. But if the person doing the work doesn't want to do it, it's probably not going to happen. (laughs) That's right. right. The value is created on the value stream. And if the value stream isn't owning and driving and leading, then... You know, all the kicking and screaming in the world probably isn't going to get you
2: anywhere. Right. So your process as an organization. So we, you know, somebody gives you a buzz and they're like, "Hey, Calvin, we need some help." What's What's your typical methodology to go in and, and try to get some business understanding on on helping to develop that strategy for them?
0: Um, as a as a consultant, um, and my business doesn't provide consulting services. I actually uh, partner with consultants to to provide sort of the those initial conversations of understanding what it is the client needs. Um, and it's usually, you know, uh, it's usually a listening session, you know, at least a 30 minute listening session. You know, tell us what you're trying to accomplish. In my work doing strategy deployment, that's a, that's a, that's really the start of where every conversation should begin. What it is, what are you trying to accomplish? Um, a lot of folks are turning to Kata, uh, Toyota Kata as, mm-hmm. a, as, a, as a coaching approach. The first question a coach should ask a coachee is what it is that that person individually is trying to accomplish, yep. right? Um, and then just listening and understanding what's most important for the business. Business. Some businesses are in high growth mode. We need to tr- triple our output in the next couple of years. Here, uh, some businesses are in sustain and cut cost mode. You know, we're trying to reduce operating costs. Some businesses are in you know. the the market has left us behind and we need to become more flexible so we can offer different products and compete with the smaller guys so it really just depends on where the company is and their progression and every company is telling a very different story you know from from the beginning to today and and where they want to be tomorrow so yes it's it's key to kind of tune in on those cues of what's most important for them you know and then um, instead of coming in with like a, a prescribed approach to, you know, cookie cutter, prescribed approach, copy and paste from Toyota or some other company, um, it's usually best to say, all right, considering everything you got on your plate, here's the thing you should be thinking about doing next, right? Here's right. your neck move because, you know, there's a lot of consultants that will go in and say, here's a thousand things you need to do and you need to do them ASAP, right? That's not really actionable, and it's not really practical. It's better to say, all right, yeah, these things are out there. Understand that they're out there, but here's the specific thing you need to do first, second, and third here's where you need to focus and this is going to make the most progress for you
2: and that scares the hell out of people right i mean they look at that big mountain and they're going I, I, there's no way we can do all this stuff so then right. they just right. don't take they you know they get this fear in them and they just don't even take one step right meanwhile in your head you're going well if you just take one step we can right. take the one second step. one right so yeah. Um, yeah well the seeing a mountain
1: that big too it it flusters people. So they end up not moving at all because they don't know where to start. I got 6 million things to do and they're not prioritized. I, I'm just handed this bucket of 6 million things. What, what am I supposed to go do? And right. they, they end up not moving at all because they don't know where to start. Right. Is so, this an
0: analysis paralysis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. An being overwhelmed. For sure. Now my company, you know, if you think about what my company does, we provide a product. It's a software product. So the client's problem is usually bigger than what a software will solve. The software will help bring good behaviors to scale, but the problem overall is usually bigger. So that's where the partner, the consultant, the coach comes in at to size up the real, the entire problem, place the software where it goes and then supplement with
2: everything else with, you know, with the consultancy or or coaching um, engagement. And that's, that, I think that's really important, you know, in, in the facilities that I've been in and, and in my past, one of the most difficult pieces is where you track all that improvement effort, right? Yes. And, and, you know, it tends to happen in Excel files or in Microsoft Project, but it, it's really not conducive to lessons learned, which just get filed someplace and no one ever looks at them again. It's really not, there's no metadata behind the effort where you can say, well, let me search for things that were similar and and see what other sites went through so I can attack that. Right. And and there's no real way to, you know, okay. so you you structured an improvement. I should be able to take that project plan and all the WBS elements and kind of structure it for me and then go after it. And and. That really, I, I'm, I'm guessing here because I haven't had a demo of your solution, but my guess is you're solving that issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, you hit on some key, right? So, uh, so Improver, you know, it's a PDCA solution it has some strategy deployment. You know, let's let's everybody commit to an improvement objective and align with the, what's most important to improve. You know, let's do the work, let's do problem solving, that kind of stuff, right? So it has all that, those features built in. But what we're discovering. Uh, We're actually engaged in a pilot um, with the company here just outside of Georgia. Right. What we're discovering is improvers documenting every aspect of their journey. Right. So if you think about uh, the the thought process that goes into a problem solving exercise, if you think about the conversation of, you know, trying to get the the leader strategy, understanding of where the company's going and getting that down to the, the, the shop floor operator or even janitor, right, and getting them to align behind that vision. Um, If you think about all the specific actions that go into solving a problem or making progress or making improvement, you know, when they get done, what true impact each action had on the results. Uh, If you think about the OEE story, you know, we started out with a ton of uh, um, availability losses. And we, we've we've managed to you know drive those out, and then you know yield losses became a problem, and then we fixed that too. So the entire story of the, the plant's journey is getting documented, very very you know in a very detailed way without a ton of input from the user, um, and just facilitating exercises, problem solving, strategy, all those exercises. It's actually capturing that entire journey in one place. So if uh, someone like yourself wants to go into a plant and see what's going on, um, they can pull up their improver, you know, kind of track record and, and see um, the, the, the details and kind of the bumps and milestones and the, the entire process that they've gone through from, from start to, to current state.
2: I, I think that solution is yeah. a gigantic gap that exists today. I, I love it. I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for and sure.
0: All in one place. Uh, centralize in in a matter of minutes you can pull everything up and see how everything fits together it's really cool
2: nice that's pretty cool I like that a lot so you you had touched on a a subject earlier today that I think is kind of critical and I just want to get your thoughts around that is the skills gap that exists today in industry Um, and and it's I, I mean it's just a massive issue right from from You know, a few years ago, trade schools were losing their credibility and they weren't not not credibility, but their accreditation in terms of getting funding from the government. And that's kind of turned back around, which is good. But there you know, the programs to funnel those schools really, really didn't exist. Right. I mean, you know, I grew up in the 80s and everything was go to college, go to college, go to college. And that's that trend has continued for the last 30 years. And, and there needs to be a shift, right? Or we're going to be in, a, in, a, in big trouble. What do you What do you recognize where where you're where you're in the plants that you're visiting? Yeah, so uh, my, my experience is very
0: aligned with the way you just described it. Uh, the, the, the situation is that you know there aren't a lot of third graders sitting around right now looking forward to a illustrious career uh, next to a machine in a factory, right? That's the, mm. that's the reality of the situation, and uh, the U.S. education system. Isn't really designed to, you know, to to channel people into that career track. Yep. And you know, as you as you're aware, manufacturing is a staple in the U.S. economy. Yep. I think 33% of the U.S. economy is manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And you know, losing that capability, losing that skill set, losing that kind of uh, the 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 movement or momentum behind getting people and talent into that space could, you know. Uh, spell some real serious problems for the U.S. economy, right? Couple that with the fact that you know, every day, ten thousand people reach age sixty-five in America. So, mm-hmm. ten thousand people are are in the, you know, probably have one foot out of the door every day, right? Yep. Some two feet already. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real problem, especially for my generation, right? Generation X and you know, millennial generation. This is something that we're coming head-on into. This is the problem of our generation as I like to look at it. Yeah. Um, so what some some companies, some uh, governments, I think it's more government-led are doing in other countries that seems to work well is they create these apprenticeship programs that start funneling people into kind of skills trades even as early as eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. Right. And we got states in the US that are starting to look at that, put money behind researching that and understand what can be done here. Um, right in the US, you know, we tend to tell our kids to go off and be doctors, lawyers and engineers uh, when uh, a lot of those kids just don't have the, the desire or propensity to go that direction. Uh, we don't have a fallback, right? right. We don't have a, uh, hey, you, 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 this is probably the right path for you. You should go this way instead of that way. Um, and manufacturing is looked at as uh, dark, dirty, and dangerous still, yeah. there's still a perception problem as well. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of opportunity to, 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 start reaching out to the people who will probably become the future, uh, um, operators and leaders in manufacturing organizations.
2: Yeah. I think it's interesting that, you know, you, you mentioned the economy and what that impact is, and I think there's a variety of impacts, right? And, and one of the ones is that this isn't going to be a light switch. You're not just going to flip it and, and we're all in trouble. It's, no. it's gradual, but it's going to take a substantial amount to turn it back around. It's not going to turn right. around. It's not going to turn around quickly. We've well, we
1: spent 30 years, you know, painting a negative perception of the factory and manufacturing. Yeah. And right. it's going to take 10 times that to change that <laughs> perception.
2: And, yeah. and while that's happening, in order to fill those positions, they're going to have to, you know, pay more and more to make it attractive which brings right. the cost of those goods up, right, which right. ultimately hurts the economy in the United States. And yeah. So yeah. there's, a, right. there's a, a a lot of cause and effect going on um, due to 30 years of, of, of not focused effort. Right, and we glorify c-
1: certain positions over others while <clears throat> well, I can make more money than most of those positions <laughs> that are being glorified. I mean, people don't understand a lawyer average salary is 35000 a year. I could start in the factory floor as a janitor, making more than that. Right, and we're right. glorifying the lawyer, and we're down. We look down upon the janitor. Well, now it's just, I want to
2: build games or an app, right? Well, I mean, yeah. it's even. It's, so you can stream manufacturing
1: yeah. on YouTube
2: and make money. So yeah, it's. Uh, the
1: interesting
2: Instagram. thing for me, Calvin, has always been <laughs> <laughs> like the generation coming up, they. They download an app, and the entire app's premise is you go do a bunch of work to get coins to spend on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not out there working. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? yeah. So you hit you on know something, right? It's, it's
0: gamification, right? right. There's, a, there's a lot of... Obviously, these games are attractive for a real reason. They're tapping into some real human, uh, natural you know, mechanism that exists in our minds, and, and, and young people are, are just clinging to those... Those types of uh, um, situations, if you think about gamification in a manufacturing environment, you know, it's usually uh, do your job or, you know, we'll find somebody who will. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of companies, that's uh, that's the culture that's that's there. I think manufacturers could do a lot, lot, lot to gamify the way they work. For sure, right? I want to attract younger people to where people can have
2: fun and do the work and get stuff done at the same time. I yeah, tell you,
1: I, you give them a goal and then put a loot chest in the corner man, you got it! But man, it's the same,
2: good. but that's exactly how those games <laughs> right. work, right? Execute these tasks right. in these sequences, yeah. solve this issue, and you get rewarded, right? And so, you know. And, and there's a lot of studies that say reward systems don't work, but maybe they don't work because they're not endorphin based. They're, you know, some they're physical based, right? right? And so, right. and so as you're mentioning, we've just got to figure out how to. We should just end this podcast now because we need to brainstorm because we're gonna make a yeah. ton of money. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: We need to uh, we need to develop a system. That's like this. Yeah, yeah, man, how easy it is to give away digital goods, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, I think you know, gamification. There's two sides of it, right? There's the winning side and the losing side. I think you have to have both to make it interesting, right? right. To make it engaging.
2: Yeah. The other thing about
0: these games is the marketing. Yeah. right? They they go where the talent is. They go where the market is at. If you were to go to TikTok, you know, that's where the, kids, right. the new social app where the kids kids are hanging out at. Yeah. You you'd be hard pressed to find anything that has to do with manufacturing. Right. Getting into their heads at a young age and kind of educating them as they grow up to become, you know, working adults, go meet them where they are, put the message out there that hey, manufacturing's is great. You get to work with cutting edge technology. You get to have a laboratory where you can experiment with things and improve processes and get better results over time and all this stuff. That's that's fun. That's good stuff. Right. That's fun right. stuff. But We're not playing the PR game well enough or marketing game well enough to get people in our bubble at the right
2: time, right? Right. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So, all right. So listen, we're kind of running out of time. I'll tell you what our minds are really a lot alike, yeah. <laughs> and and I can foresee a whole bunch of different sessions where where we can bring you on board and really educate listeners on what's going on in industry today how they can start tackling you know their improvement efforts through through you know a variety of mechanisms and what they can do to help bring the awareness and education levels up inside their plants so uh you know how can how how do folks reach out to you if they want to reach out to you Kel?
0: uh probably the simplest and easiest way is just to hit me up on improver.com i-m-p-r-u-v-e-r.com uh just as effective as to 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 reach out on linkedin i don't know if we connected on linkedin or not
2: absolutely Say, are you yeah, kidding man. me? I watch all your videos. I, your videos are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you rejected my request.
0: But, yeah. All right,
2: good. Yeah,
0: no, so, uh, yeah, LinkedIn is another great way. Uh, direct access. I'm usually uh, try to respond within a day or so to, to, to messages and comments and things like that. Uh, so that's probably going to be the best way. And yeah, this is this is to me. This is going to be my life's work. I think. Also, awesome. you know, I think this is it because this is the this is the problem of our generation. So nice. Know, let's figure it out.
2: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your experience with the listeners. Uh, and hopefully we can make a difference in somebody, man. Just one person and I'm a happy guy. Yeah.
0: That would be fantastic. Yeah, let's, let's get to it. I like
2: All right. it. All right. Thanks yeah. again. Right. You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Have a great day.
1: For questions on this or any other topics, email us at ask at reliabilityx.com. This has been another episode of Practical Reliability brought to you by Reliability X, the DNA of success.